You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. Okay, so this is what I saw. And uh, you're responsible for what you do with it. So I saw somebody trip and they fail. And they refused to forgive themselves for falling. I don't mean a physical fall, like you tripped over something. I mean like you missed it in some area. And as a result of that, you failed and you stayed down for a while because you felt like I've done it before, I've did it before, I asked God to forgive me, and he's forgiven me 16 times and it's been going on for years, and you failed this time, and you felt like you stayed down, not because you were hurt, but because you were disappointed, disappointed in yourself. So, if that's you, come on up. Glory to God. Will, give me something. All right, let's do our opening confession. Holy Spirit, override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. Announce and count the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we get started, started. Are there any veterans in the house? Would you please stand? We want to thank you for your service. That's awesome, guys. When you, you when you sign up and you know you you can be called at any moment to go protect this land, it's, it's awesome. Awesome responsibility. And thank you. All right, so we've been talking about. Spiritual adulting or spiritual maturity. Say maturity. maturity. Oh, y- y'all get smacked? Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Are you spiritually mature? What did your neighbor say? What did your neighbor say? I know this one. There's our pity. She's working on it. At least, how many of y'all working on it? Okay, at least y'all honest. At least y'all mature enough to be honest. Right, Monty? Right, so the process of us becoming like Jesus, that's spiritual maturity, okay? So that's the whole 
the, the whole aim is to be more like Jesus. Remember a couple years back they were talking about uh, what would Jesus do? People didn't like that because, I mean, it was in your face. Ongoing process that does not end on earth. So no matter what's going on in your life, the whole process is you're going to be challenged and you're going to walk in victory when you choose to be more like Jesus. So, so don't think that it's over. You always will be growing. You will always be maturing in some area. Replace what pleases us with what pleases God. How many of us have a challenge with that? It's called selfishness. See how I did smooth? I ain't tell you the meaning of it till after you raise your hand. Because I know, I know people deep. I, I know V. I know how people are. They, they, they're not going to raise their hand with the first thing, so you got to smooth it out. Okay? But check this one out. We have to radically prioritize. What is radically? What does that mean, guys? Raise your hand so we can get you on the mic. I think it means extreme. Extreme, okay. Extreme prioritize. What does prioritize mean? I'm not assuming that everybody know. I got one in the back and one up here. Yes, sir. That means to make it a, the first thing that you think about every day. First thing you think about every day, okay. To put in order of importance. Ooh, put in order of importance. So we have multiple things. It's the same to put the most significant thing first. Put the most significant thing first. Well, guys, let me, let me tell you, scripture came to me. So to be spiritually mature, we must have to, we have to radically prioritize. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 15, and Amplified, this is the Holy Spirit talking to me, about me. Y- y'all ever had the Holy Spirit talk to you about you? Had it been for your own good, or had, had it been whipping you or stuff? Because, see, people think the Bible whip you, beat you, all that stuff. He's saying he instructs us. Okay. Somebody smirking over there. And, and, and this is him, him talking to me. He said, because I like to personalize scripture. You want to get something out of it, personalize it. Make it for you. And his gifts to the church were varied. And he himself appointed some apostles, that's special messengers and representatives, some as prophets, those who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd, guide, and instruct. So that's him talking to me. This is what he told me. This is what I want you to do. I want you to shepherd. I want you to guide. And I want you to instruct. So guys, let's take a look at a couple words. So the word shepherd, and I give it say in Hebrew, in the dictionary, says to coach, to counsel, and to show. So I'm not supposed to just tell you something. I'm supposed to show you something. Just like what we gave uh, uh, this morning. No one knew except you and God, and God told me that people had fallen and wanted to stay there. You follow me? So that was a way of not only showing the manifestation of his presence as a pastor, but it was also coaching you to come up. You follow me? Then he said, I'm to guide. And that word is to inform and to give directions to. So, hey, come follow me. Let me show you how I'm doing it or telling you how I did it so that you can do the same thing. When I tell you that God, when we went, Curly and I went to God about our finances, wake that brother up beside you. Lord, when God told me, and, and that's one difference that you will see in your pastor, I'm going to be straight up. 
Because mature people, you got to be mature. I'm coming straight at you. I'm hitting you right in between the eyes, and that's how I'm coming. No more laying down. No more being passive. I'm being directed. Because I, I got one guy that I got to answer to, and that's called the Godhead. You follow me? So if that's going to bother you, you need to leave now because that's how I'm coming. Because, guys, death is waiting on your door. Those people that, that went to the clubs the other night, they thought they were going to have a good time. Nothing wrong with the club. They thought they were going to have fun, and they ended up dying. I'll never be accused of not giving you the true word of God. Never be. If that's going to hurt your feelings, hurt them. Ask for forgiveness, forgive me, and let's move on. That's just how it works. Follow me? I'm not playing because he said, I'm supposed to shepherd, guide, and instruct. Instruct is your butt needs to be in church. Your butt needs to be taking notes. Your butt needs to be receiving the word of God. I said the word but, Okay? Okay? I'm just telling you, this is a serious world that we're living in, guys. This is serious. It's not play. I mean, do you realize that I'm not sure about the actual term, but I think they said three of the people that died was that the, the situation that happened in uh, Vegas. Three. What's the likelihood of that, guys? This is a total different area. They made it the first time, and then this situation happened the second time. So you can be minding your own business. I mean, what's the likelihood of the, the totally different places? And we just left that family, those families up to you. Because you saw the gentleman that, that was talking about his son. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, the dad, him being the father, Cynthia, he was looking in his mind what he thought would be his son's demise, which was make sure you, you drive careful, don't drink and drive. So the dad was focused on what he thought was going to be the challenge, not that somebody was going to walk in and, and kill people. You know, the sheriff, what was it? He, he, was it last year of retirement? We're going to retire next year. Then the sheriff that's in charge, he was due to retire, I think, last night or the day before. And he said, imagine leaving on that record. Tell you guys, stuff going on. But when God redirected me, he said, you need to prioritize yourself, Paul. You here, there, and you're everywhere. You're doing this. You're moving people. What else are you doing? You run into the hospital. You're doing over this. You're going over there. He said, what about me? What about the job I called you to do? See, when I stand before him, I'm going to be able to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And the only way he's going to say that is if I'm doing what he called me to do. Amen? I'm, I'm just going there today. And check this out. This is what he said, Paul. He said, and he did this to fully equip. So he made me pastor and teacher so that I could just shepherd, I could guide, and I could instruct. You all. Say you all. Point to yourself. It's been a while since you pointed at yourself. You're always pointing at somebody else. Point to yourself. <laughs> Cindy, where you yourself at? Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah, I just checking. I just checking. She pointing at him. No, no, no. I'm just messing with you. I got messed with on last day over here. All right? All right? You can let yourself go then. Okay. <laughs> and he did to fully equip. What kind of equip? You sure it's not partial equip? You, you mean maybe, maybe equip. So I'm supposed to teach you so that you can be fully equipped and perfect the saints. That's you. God's people for works of service. Now, how many things do we have at the ministry that we can be doing? There's a whole lot of stuff. I'm not supposed to be doing it. I did it. But I'm not supposed to be. Not after God talked to me. You know what? Like he can pull you, tap you, and he say, hey, Teresa. Hey, hey, I'm talking to you. Cut the TV off. Cut the CD off. Cut the MP3 off. Cut the counseling off. Cut, the, cut everything off and listen to what I got to tell you. Because what I got to tell you is going to bring you life. 
It's going to bring you back. It's going to strengthen your anointing. It's going to make you stronger. It's a song, strong right? Okay, and, anyway. Okay. For the, it is? Okay. For the works of, of service. So, guys, what are you supposed to be doing? What's your ministry calling? In that ministry, are they supposed to be checking up to see are, they, are you there or not? Okay, I hear one loud note. <laughs> what are you supposed to be doing? We got a 925 prayer circle. Should you be in it? Is that a part of the works? <laughs> Nobody should come looking for you. You should be there. You're everywhere else you want to be. Your blessing is in obedience. Come on, guys. How many people we know trying to get all the debt, but they don't tithe? The blessing is in obedience. He said, give and it be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shaking together, running over. That's the running over part, but we got to do the tithe part. Then when you get used to tithing, you got to go to the next level, which is offering. Remember, there's always something we need to be doing in him. Because he said, it's going to continue. To build up the body of Christ, the church. So, see, I had to radically prioritize. Because I've been drifting. I've been in, in everybody else's lane. Y'all, y'all know that kind of guy that's always in somebody else's lane? That was me until a few Sundays ago. I'm going back to where I'm supposed to be. And I want to thank you, Porter, for what you shared in the men's group. That blessed me, man. Appreciate it. People can share things, man. Instead of talking against it, Pastor, try talking for Radical difference, huh? Until we all reach oneness in faith. Now, you might not like your neighbor, but can you like him in faith? Can you like him in Jesus? His ways might, or her ways might be different than your ways, but can we like him in Jesus? If all you can talk about is Jesus, then, okay, let's have lunch, talk about Jesus. And the knowledge of the Son of God. Your relationship should be centered on the Son of God. Growing spiritually, that, that growing thing keeps coming up, Nicole. Growing spiritually to become a mature believer. What's a mature believer? What does it look like? We're going to find out. Can a mature believer pray for themselves? Can a mature believer pray for somebody else? All you do is do it in Jesus' name. The very fact, see, faith comes when you reach out to touch somebody. See, you think, I got to heal them. No, you don't. All you got to do is reach out and touch them. And pray for them in Jesus' name. Faith comes when you reach out and touch. Wait, what's that? Touch somebody? That's a song too, Rebel. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, he knows the song. Okay, okay. But, but we want to stay in our head. What what our head saying? What is our head saying when, as mature believers, not only are we to pray for ourselves. Now, you need help, then you call for help. But reach out and touch somebody. So what are we, what is, what's in our head why we won't do that? Well, the pastor probably pray for me. I got a hand over here, got a hand in the back. You may be concerned whether your prayer is spiritual enough. Oh, okay. Is it, and what does that mean, Jeff? Did you quote enough scripture? Oh, okay. Did you call God the right name for the particular situation? Okay. Did you say amen? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm afraid to look crazy. Afraid of looking crazy? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so what does that mean, Ashley? 
that people are going to think that something's wrong with me. Like, why are you touching me? Why are you looking at me? I don't know you. Okay. You know, and like, I, I felt like, I'll just give you a situation. Okay, all right. I was in a store one day, and I saw this mom, and she was really um, frustrated. You know, kids frustrate right. you. And um, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you're by yourself with them. Okay. And I, something told me to speak to her. Okay. And I just was like, I didn't do it. Okay. So I was afraid of how I would look to her. Okay. Okay. I appreciate so. that. Can, can I give you something? Okay. Does she sound excited to receive it? No. <laughs> Tell people in advance, and you might think I'm crazy, and then go ahead and do it. So what did you just do with that? Took the shock away. wasn't for her. It was for you. Just tell people in advance. I mean, I told y'all in advance, I'm going to come straight at you. Didn't I say that? So that way, when I come straight at you, what did I do? I already told you. Like, hey, pastor told you. You know, so when you go to complain to somebody, what's going to happen is, didn't he tell you he was going to come straight at you? Yes, ma'am. The thought sometimes is on what if nothing happens. Oh, that, that, that's the big one, isn't it, guys? What if nothing happens? Yeah, you have to see it. Sometimes okay. you feel like you have to see it. Okay, all right. I'm not worthy to, to do it. I'm not worthy, worthy to, do, to that. do it. Okay. Anybody ever felt that one? Okay, all right. So, so what would make you worthy? I just need to know. Those that raise your hand, if you don't mind. I'm, I told you I was coming straight, right? <laughs> what, what would make you worthy? A... a a close relationship of Christ. Okay. A closer? A closer okay. relationship of Christ. Okay. All right. Now, Ashley, ready to talk y'all. Okay. All right. All right, Ashley. I feel, I feel like I wouldn't be as nervous or, or worried about how I would look if I felt like I had it all together. Oh, I got Because I know my kids need, you know? Okay. And I'm thinking, who am I to go and speak to her when my kids running me some days, too? Okay. All right. So. Who you are is the person that's there. You got it? Okay. It, it, it took a little while. Like, that light bulb, it was like blinking. Light bulb was like blinking on and on, on and on. So the person that's there is the person he called. Amen? Y'all got it? Okay. Porter, what would make you worthy? Mike up here. person who's there is the person he called right here. I guess if. Like if I was walking into a store and saw somebody, well, maybe I wasn't listening to praise music or praying or, okay. you know, something like that before. Like oh. you don't feel like you're maybe prepared. Okay. Or you don't feel like you've been dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. Okay. Um, so maybe you don't feel like what some other people were saying, okay. worthy okay. Um, to do it. Okay. Right. So y'all, y- uh, Will? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll complete the uh, – the booth up here. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, when you're, I saw a lady at the store the other day and, uh, this uh, guy was in one of those, um, uh, remote control, uh, things. I don't think he could really walk very well, but he's at, at Kroger and he was doing it and this lady, um, helped him out. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's the, the, uh, for me, it's the fear of what they might say, uh, if, if you say something to them. So it's okay. maybe confidence, I guess, okay. in that All regard. Right. All right. Got one here. Faith, you, you, that was your hand? Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I feel like, for me, it's at times um, when I want to pray for someone. Okay. But because we've had previous encounters in the world or whatever, okay. that they're not going to receive the new me. Okay. Ooh, okay. Because it's like, 
you know, crabs like to pull you down back in their buckets. Okay. So it's All like, right, y'all know some crabs? So basically, <laughs> so when I want to speak a word to them or, or pray for them or something, it's the comment or I guess for me it's the fear of the comment of, Look at you, you okay. know, like when you become all spiritual, okay. you know, all stuff right. like that. Okay. So sometimes that hinders me because although I see a need in that person's life and I may want to speak on it and God may say speak on okay. it, but because of I know their reaction of okay. you knew who I used to be in the world, okay. so you don't accept me who I am in Christ now. Okay, I got you. So fuse this blue based off a of heater. Okay. So we just keep on moving. Uh, uh, hold on one sec. Go, go ahead. No, Cole, you, I don't know. What, can you still see me? Okay, can you see me now? <laughs> I didn't go nowhere. Okay. D- did you have your hand? Okay. Oh, yes, ma'am. You got one up here? Can you hear me? Okay, uh, there we go. All right. Um, I know that before right. it was kind of a thing where, like, I still say grace and everything the same way okay. I did when I was a kid. And so I used to think, like, okay, I'm an adult now, but, like, that's just how I like to say it. So before, it was one of those things, but now I'm like, just so you know, I still say grace the same way I did when I was a kid. Okay. And then also, the other thing is, is, like, I used to be weird about saying grace, like, out in public, like, uh-huh. if we were out to dinner or anything. And a lot of that came from I didn't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Okay. Because now, you know, people are very quick to get offended now. And I never wanted it to feel like I was shoving anything down anybody's throat. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Let that be like, all right. Okay. So you didn't want to feel like you were shoving anything down anybody's throat. Okay. Reverend? Question. When you said who you are as a person that's there, can that person that's there be different depending on the position that that there is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 see, God is all-knowing. So he knew. He sent, <laughs> he sent his best there for that situation. Ashley. You were his best for that situation. So the situation changes, but God never changes. He knows that. He didn't send someone that, I know the answer to this. He sent somebody. <laughs> he sent somebody that will have a question on the inside. Can they bring it? You follow me? Because he wanted to build you up while building him up. You follow me? So you, you use the same technique. Hey, look, I know you think I'm holier than that. I know y'all talk about me. Boom! Lay hands on it. You follow me? I mean, that, that's just how it works. Just tell people that, you know, you know, how many of y'all know people talking about y'all? How many of y'all know people didn't talk about you since you've been a Christian? Because, you know, they were talking about you for the messed up stuff we were doing. That, that's understandable. But you're doing the right thing, do, being in Christ. So just tell them in advance. Hey, man, I know you talk about, boom, lay, lay hands on it. All right? Fair enough? Let them see you coming. Our lives, okay, let, let me go back. By speaking the truth in love, uh-oh, is the truth tough sometimes? Is the truth straightforward? L- let me challenge y'all. Can I challenge you? Y'all give me a lead, but let me, let me challenge y'all. I- I'm, I'm going to challenge everybody in the congregation. I want you to be known for speaking the truth. That's, that's, your, new, that's your new challenge. Pe- people know you for uh, lying. I ain't none of y'all lies in here, though. People know you for buying, for, you know, the word said that once you be saved, once you save, you should be known for stealing and all that kind of stuff. So people know you for different stuff. Make it your new, you only got a month and a half left in, in 2018, but the, the month and a half that's left, be known for speaking the truth. Somebody say, hey, you want this? No. 
you know, that's truth enough. You don't have to tell them it's ugly. Just tell them no. Hey, look, do you want to go to the restaurant and eat some chicken today? No. Can we go? I mean, you can offer them an alternative. <laughs> but this 2018, you got what? How many? Somebody look it up on the calendar for me. How many weeks you got left? Just to be straightforward. <laughs> you want to go to the movies? No. <laughs> if y'all need a scripture, the scripture says. <laughs> scripture says that let your yes be yes and your no, no. Didn't it? Says it goes on to say anything else is gonna be a lot. Cause we, we gotta sweeten the day up. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> but speaking the truth, uh, for the rest of 2018, in all things, both our speech and our lives expressing his truth. So our life is supposed to express his truth. What we do, what we say, how we act, how we react. Ooh. Anybody need to repent of how they reacted this morning so far? I mean, somebody woke up mad at their spouse. Y'all need to ask for forgiveness. Somebody woke up just mad. <laughs> they didn't have a spouse. They just woke up mad. Looked at the people beside them and got angry at them. You know, how did you move last night? Y'all know people like that just woke up mad. The coffee wasn't the right way. I'm looking at the clock when I'm talking about coffee. Cause y'all funny about your coffee. How many of y'all funny about your coffee? Yeah, see? See? All right, I, I got to keep moving. And our lives, now he's talking about you all. Because, see, I'm supposed to teach you all. I'm supposed to guide, shepherd, and direct. But speaking the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives, expressing his truth, let us grow up in all things into him. We're going to grow up how? So where's your growth going to come from? So your growth won't be in you. Your growth will be in him. But your growth is going to come from you doing what he tells you to do when he tells you to do it. If he said, forsake not the assembly of us together as the manner of some are, meaning that you off on Sundays, most of us, he said, come to church. Now, I, I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at the clock. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. You know? <laughs> I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the people that are here. But somebody woke up this morning and said, I ain't going to church. Pastor been talking about that message for three weeks. I know all there is to know about spiritual maturity. I am mature. But but that's not what the words say. <laughs> the very fact you stayed in bed lets you know <laughs> where you are. Everybody ought to get this message. I'm going to buy this one myself. But you made the choice to stay there. You took a covenant. Covenant said you're going to help everybody out. You're going to be in one ministry. We're going to be able to count on you. But maturity is whether you follow through. And see, the exciting part about God is you can repent right now. And your neighbor don't even have to know I'm talking about you. See how that works? See how cool that is? Like, Father, in the name of Jesus. You know, you, you know, you put your hand on your face. Like, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just repent. I know I signed up. I know I said I was going to do it. You know, just say it real quiet. Amen? So you can grow up. Because, see, your growth depends on whether you were obedient to the last thing he told you to do. We want to jump around to the next thing. We haven't completed that thing. Y'all know what that thing is, right? Holy Spirit, show him what he, you, you told him to do the last time. Y'all just take a moment. Feed on that for a second. Holy Spirit, y'all repeat after me. What was the last thing you told me to do? 
And did I do it? Y'all just raise your hand. Let me know. I mean, either way. I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. All right, so for the sake of time, how many of you all did what they told you to do? One girl raised her hand, proud. Yes, sir. Y'all old enough to say that y'all didn't do what he told you to do? Raise your hand for those, okay? Appreciate your honesty, guys. For the the international internet, just want to let you know that we got some honest people here. Y'all raise your hand today. Now, y'all ready to repent? Just repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I repent for not being obedient to my calling, to my gifting, to my growth. So I repent, and you said that once I did, you would reestablish me unto good works. So I receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Just keep those that, that raise your hand, just keep your eyes closed for a second and let's see what he say to you. You repent it and let's see what he say to you. Just slip up your hand once he does. I see you. 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 Wow. Can you open your eyes? Was that quick? You mean you didn't get lambasted? You didn't get kicked in the gut? I mean, you asked for forgiveness, and he forgave it, and then he gave you something else, the nerve of that. He didn't say, well, okay, I, I got to wait. You got to you gotta do this, 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 and this. Anybody want to share with you? you? Okay, got one here. Faith in the glory, boy. <laughs> Faith like, I got my um, Sean's not in here. The Lord told me to call Sean yesterday. Okay. He, um. I don't know. I was taking a shower, doing something, and uh, he was on my mind. Okay. And I found myself thinking about him for like 15 minutes straight okay. to the point where I was like, you know what? Let me call him because I know you always say you're thinking about somebody. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead and call him. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me call Sean. I got a new phone not too long ago. I don't okay. have his number right here. Okay. Okay. Um, but instead of hitting Spencer up uh-huh. or there was somebody yeah. else who does have his number, okay. yeah. I kind of just let it, let it kind of drift off somewhere else. Okay. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I didn't call him. Okay. Uh, I saw him this morning. We were we had been talking this morning. We had a good conversation, you know what I mean. And um, it seemed like it could have been like an extension. Was it could have been yesterday, you know okay, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I was like, we talking. We really got a vibe going on right now. I was like, I should have called you yesterday, man. Okay. I'm sorry for it, cause I you know I should have called you. But the Lord just told me there'll be another opportunity. Glory to God. I, I mean, just think about that thing. You know, he he put him on. And, and see, guys, when God puts somebody on your heart, this is gonna be the furthest thing you think about. Man in the shower. You know he ain't think about Sean in the shower. I mean, you see what I'm saying? But if he didn't do it, he got to come all the way. God got to come all the way down here to get his attention. Because he got these people calling somebody else. All right, who else? Thank you. I appreciate your honesty. Yes, ma'am. He told me I still love you. Okay, ooh. Oh, so you mean his love is not based off your performance? Right. Okay, so he still loves you? Yes. Although you didn't do what you were supposed to do? Yes. He still, see, see how it works? Okay, who else? I knew you were going to raise your hand. Nicole said, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> well, he told me a few things to do, but, and I'm a little slow doing them. But the, the most recent thing was to start a Moms of Preschoolers group, MOP. Okay. And I don't know anything. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say he showed me to start over. 
And he showed me a room full of women with kids. Okay. Because I think that was one of my fears is that nobody's going to come. Okay. Or maybe it's going to just be me and one other person complaining okay. in there, you know. <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So, uh, uh, support. Okay. So, he already gave you a name. Uh, that's an organization. Okay. Okay. You can start your own. Okay. I was talking to Miss Curly about it a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I was saying I wanted to find a MOPS group. Okay. But when I went online, I ended up pushing the wrong button, or so I thought. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I pushed the wrong button, to, and it was the button to start a group. Okay. And this lady's been calling me, and she, and I was <laughs> like, Billy, you know. So at least you know one is going to be there, right? One and you. <laughs> well, she's been calling me to show me how to set it up. Uh-huh. That's right. So, because it's it's a Christian yeah. group, and okay. it's like Bible study, and the kids come. So, th- just wondering. So, do you think she pressed the wrong button by mistake? Okay. All right. And, and the lady's going to call and tell you answer. You follow me? Because she knows there's some people that only you can reach. That's what I mean by God has placed you in the place where you need to do it. Just do it. Anyway, uh, I, I taught on a group a couple of weeks ago on the Blessed 13 about uh, maintaining freedom from depression. And I just feel like I need to teach that to the congregation. I just, just feel like that. Because that's fortune telling. Fortune telling is... You are foretelling the future without having gotten there yet. Anybody ever dealt with that? I, I want to do this, but yeah, yeah, we all, we all, okay, all right. So y'all growing up by now? We've been on the scripture long enough for you to grow. <laughs> Let us grow up in all things into him, following his example, who is the head Christ. So your, your, your thing for the week is that if God placed you there, and you sense something, you need to do something. Remember the terrorist thing saying, if you see something, say something? We're we going to change that for us. If he, you're sensing something, then you need to do something. So if, if you were, uh, you're standing there and, and somebody acting acting wild, stuff, encourage them. I mean, that's what I do at the back. You know, it's like, can't you tell when you go to the window and the person is taking five minutes and it's like, you know, all it is, just cast a check. So I'll say something, you know, I'm, 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 I'm seeing the handshake. And guys, don't be impatient with them. Just say, hey, look, you know, it, it's getting better. You're on a learning curve, man. I say the next time I come in here, it's only going to take three minutes. Then the next time you'll be promoted. Encourage them. Just say something to them. Don't think about it. Say it. You follow me? Just encourage people. So your job this week is if he tells you something, you send something, then say something. He tell you, give some, bless somebody $20. Hand it over. That might have been your last $20, but he has something in it. If you keep that $20, that's all you got. If you give it, then you can get more. Amen? All right, let me go. Okay, have we talked about this? Understand the difference between right and wrong? Okay, well, we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> all right. Number one, characteristics of spiritual maturity. Understand the difference between right and wrong, and let's read this next part together. Then choose what is right. In James chapter 4, verse 17. So any person who knows what is right to do, but does not do it, to him it is sin. So who put that in you? He said he's going to write the tablets. He's going to write it in our heart. He's going to write the word in our heart. So 
Because there's things that we know we need to do. Things we know we shouldn't do. And he said, understand the difference between, so to be spiritually mature, I have to understand the difference between right and wrong. Uh, in the world system, it says two wrongs don't make a right. Is that, that what your mom and dad told you? Because, you know, you want to cut somebody. Anybody want to cut somebody lately? Y'all, y'all be honest. Okay, some, some looking to the sky. <laughs> and, you know, so <laughs> it would be wrong. There's no one in Jesus where he cuts people out. Now, he cursed the fig tree, meaning spoke death to it, because he knew what it was supposed to do. But even when they're whipping him and beating him and he's hanging on the cross, he didn't curse anybody. He forgave people. Now, in this world, we need to forgive people but still set boundaries. Now, you get to act ugly once or twice. But then, my fault if I stay and let you act ugly one, three times. So the first time, maybe, I, that, that's me. Y- y'all set your own personal boundaries. Say personal boundaries. Some of y'all long-suffering, better long-suffering than others. Right, Jasmine? <laughs> so what does that mean? A boundary says, a wall say, because you cussed at me, I'm going to build up a wall, okay? And, and I'm never going to let you in. But the only thing about the wall is nobody else can get in. And guess who get out? You. So you set a boundary. A boundary says, when you cuss at me, I'm going to do something. So when you cuss at me, I'm going to leave the room. Or I'm going to leave this area. Or I'm not going to receive that. Or you won't be invited back to my house. They they had a talk show on the other day. They talked about, you know, for holidays, if you have a a person that's, that's rude, your family member, should you tell them not to cuss? What do y'all think? Should you tell them? They act up every year you invite them over. Should you tell them they're not invited this year? What do y'all think? How many say yes? Okay. How many would tell? Keep your hand up. How many would tell them they can't come? All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> he said, Pen, who you talking to? So understand the difference between right and wrong. But as a mature believer, you're going to choose to do what's right. If you're tired, you're going to tie it doesn't matter, matter what's in your checking account. Now, you're not going to bounce checks, but you're going to make sure that, <laughs> you know, some people do that. They call it a what? Faith check. You know, faith in that. <laughs> when you budgeted your money, you knew whether you had tied money or not. And you decided you were going to go to dealers, you were going to the movies. Now, you could have went to the $10 movie, or you could have went to the, uh, the special show before 3 o'clock. Matinee. You could have went, Nicole. But no, you decide you're going to go over to Southside, what? Center Bistro. Now, you spent your time, $75. Your time was $75, okay? Now, it cost you $70. I mean, because you even ordered the big food. You know, you ordered the appetizer, cheesecake, after V. You know what I'm talking about. And then what happened was you got $5 left, and then you're going to put that in there talking about that's your time. Amen? I, girl, you hit him. I'm saying people be spending God's money, and they, oh, Lord, I need you to bless me. I only raised my hand because I was at Center Bistro oh, yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah. What'd you eat? Um, I got a sesame tuna salad. Okay. And the chocolate cake. Okay. See, the dessert at the end. Okay. But but you're already tired. I know you. And it got some 
a glass of milk to go with the chocolate cake. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just talking to y'all. Right, so, guys, what, 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 what you need to do right? There's one area that you teeter toddling with that you need to do the right thing. Just, just go ahead and acknowledge. You just need, need to do the right thing. What, what, what's that area you teeter toddling on? Y'all want to share it? You know, you, you, you write like this. I keep having um, people of different races at my job make black comments, okay. and I keep sweeping it under the rug, okay. Okay. Um, but it's getting out of hand. Okay. But I don't want to be ratchet at work, okay. so <laughs> I need to politely address it, but yeah. firm, yeah. and okay. so, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get it done. Talk, talk to that woman right there. See? Raise your hand, young lady, right here. She can tell you. She'll tell you how. Go to Jesus. Okay. Yes, sir. There's a uh, couple kids. What, would you permit this works? Y'all write that down. Go ahead and write it down because some of y'all think that if I overlook it, it's going to get better. No. Say lying. That's bald face lie. Bald face lie. If you ignore it, it gets worse. And if you need proof of that, just think about the time you was in bad credit. When you had credit problems, it got worse when you ignored those bills. You come to the mailbox, phone calls, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they found you. I know because they found me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Um, he like that new phone, too, don't you? Y'all see him looking at it. He like, he's trying to act like he's taking notes. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Um, there's a couple uh, kids in my – well, me and Faith work with a very special group okay. of kids at times, you know what I mean? And um, they bring some negative parts out of you sometimes uh-huh. that aren't always – a lot of punitive things, you know what I mean? Um, so last week there was a couple kids that I had um, – I was a little too punitive. I was a little too aggressive, okay. too uh, too loud, kind of yelling at them. Um, I also had a couple of trainings last week, okay. which made me kind of self-reflect okay. on about uh, some of the things I've done and how I deal with the kids. So um, after those two training sessions I had Tuesday and Wednesday, I um, when I went back to school Thursday and Friday, I saw a couple of those kids I had previously dealt with Monday. And um, I had a struggle with myself to really look in, look in myself okay. and to go back to them and apologize to yeah. him. Um, I've yet to do it. Okay. Um, I found it was a lot harder than I thought it would be, okay. yeah. to be honest. And uh, it's something that I'm still right now choosing whether or not I'm going to do it, okay. um, which I know I need to when I go back to school next week. Okay, so yeah. the mature part of you, spiritually mature part of you, is just going to do it. So we're going to hold him accountable? Yeah. Okay? All right, so, so we're going to hold you accountable. So wherever y'all at, y'all call and check in. Okay? Two kids' names, too, are Shia and okay. Jason. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know her. Okay. All right. She's walking away, so she must know. Guys, just do it. I mean, we're going to steal Nike this time. Okay? Just do it. I mean, the apology, the more you think about it, the harder it gets. Because we say what? Y- y'all talk to me. I see y'all, Mike. Y'all just call this out to me. Nicole, you hold on to the mic. Y'all call it out to me. So we don't want to apologize because what? I was right and they were wrong. Write, write this down. Two times that you uh, ask for forgiveness is when you're right and when you're wrong. There was only two. Only two. Say two. When you're right and when you're wrong. So does that cover everything? Clutter will not write that down. She rolled her eyes at me. It was only two times. Because be honest with you, there, there's some tone that you might have did. There's some, you know, money. I, I, I see your attitude. 
Although you're not with your mama, you still got the same attitude. But anyway, <laughs> no, she did good today. She did good today. You, you brought it, sister. You brought it. She hit me hard on it. Yeah. it, it it's real. Two times. Just get it done. The quicker you do it, it's over with. I, 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 I did something the other day, right, Henry? I did something the other day. I, I had to apologize. I was like, King Kong. Like it. Then I'm like, okay, man, Paul, you missed this. I went out to the barn, went out to the shed. Ah, Lord, goodness gracious. I got to apologize to these three guys. So, goodness gracious, I just went out so, you know, went looking for them. So what I tried to do was, if I did it in front of three guys, I want to apologize in front of the same three guys. So the enemy, he said, well, look, look, tell you what, two of them go to work at 12. All you got to do is just hide out until 12, and you don't have to do it. But the apology was for me. You follow me? See, guys, we, we miss it when we think it's for them. It's for me. Because then you got to walk around all funny, not being able to talk to people because you know you yelled at them, screamed at them, cussed at them, whatever. This wasn't the case. But y'all looking at the pastor funny. Just get it done. So I sort them out. And I say, forget about finding all three of them together. I'm just doing one-on-one. Me and Henry, we, we were coming toward each other, apologizing at the same time. So we were fighting who was going to apologize. Am I lying, Henry? I'm coming to him, and I say, hey, hey, hey Henry, I just want to apologize. I just want to apologize. So see, if you do it the right way, neither one of y'all here to do it. Just get it done, man. All right, Nicole, you hit one, and then, uh, yeah. Um, so I asked uh, God for wisdom about a situation at the place that I contract. And he sent a person over the phone that told me things that I could feel, okay. but I didn't have any evidence for them. Okay. Um, some of them are eth- unethical, and then some of them are illegal. Okay. Ooh. So I need to have a conversation with the owner, even okay. though they have declined to talk. To you? Yeah. Well, they said, yes, we can talk, but nothing became of that on okay. Thursday when I was there. Okay. All right. Will? I got one up here. Um, Chris, keep your hand so up. So this, this probably happened about a week ago. Let's see, not last Friday. Yeah, a week ago Friday, and we were getting ready for school, and um, Jazz all of a sudden got really sad, and, and we were like, what's wrong, Jazz? And she said, uh, well, um, I don't want to go to school today, which I'm, I'm sure kids have said that <laughs> over the years. But um, but she was pretty serious about us. We said, well, why? She said, well, because I'm afraid I'm going to get bullied again today at school. Okay. So we, Megan and I and, and, and Jazz, we, 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 we held hands and we prayed. And, and normally I'll lead the prayer. And I said, Holy Spirit, uh, please um, uh, give Jazz uh, the, the words of wisdom of, uh, to, to, to say. And so right after the prayer, she, she said, these are the words that happened. She said, that was inappropriate, and this ends now. And she puts her hands like this. Okay, okay. And, and has it worked 100% yet, but it's gotten significantly better okay. since then. Okay. So. I mean, the, uh, the the Holy Spirit gave her the words. Jazz did the action, and it's starting to work. And, and how old is Jazz? She is ten. I, I showed her that three weeks ago about putting your hand up, saying this is inappropriate, and it stops now. Now she's ten years old, and she took something that I said. Turn to your neighbor, say, "Neighbor, what's your excuse?" Pastor be telling you stuff. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Ma'am, this is a little different. I'm just telling you in advance. This is a little different here. Boy, welcome. Go ahead. Um, 
I end up doing something that I usually don't do. And um, one thing, it was a new person being trained. And he talked. Talk, talk, talk all the time. Okay. Y'all think it bothered her? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um, um, the lead person that was the lead person that was training him had left him in there by, you know, with just the two of us in there. Okay. And I was trying to do some uh, work that was real stressful, and I was having a hard time with it. And I went outside and, and um, told the guy that's supposed to move out the trucks and stuff um, for the move out of truck because I had to tag the truck. Okay. Then um, later on, um, I had to tell him for the, put it back under there because the work had started getting better. And when I went out there, I started fussing with the guy that, that had moved the truck out. And I got into it real loud and everything, and, and he was loud also. And that weekend, it bothered me mm -hmm. so bad yeah. because this not me. Okay. So first thing that, that Monday morning, I got the lead person to come out there with me, and I apologized awesome. to him. Awesome, yeah. And he apologized also. Okay. And I felt so much better that yeah, day because yeah. I got that off of my mind. Yeah. Amen. So, so guys, just know we were not designed for chaos. We were not designed for uh, strife, strife, division. So whenever that happens, we got to get it right so that we can go back to what we were designed for. You follow? I, I call it yucky. Let's go on the, the level that people can understand. Everybody can understand yucky. Yucky is when something shifts on the inside and you know it's ugly. And so you wasn't designed for that. And so, you know, God gave forgiveness as a result, as a quick release for yuckies. Because after you forgive people, you feel better. You know, even when they, they, they do the thing where they say, oh, you, it was nothing. You still finish your, you still go through the process. You go to forgive them, oh, it wasn't nothing. Well, why your face acted the way they did? But anyway, I'm going to move on. All right, so y'all got any, something that you cheated toddling with, then go ahead and do what's right. Don't, don't see the toddler with the thing, you know, being tossed to and from. Just go ahead and get it done. So make the decision today that I'm going to do something that I know I need to do, that I've been putting off, but I know what's wrong, but I'm choosing to do what's right. Because wrong is easy. How many of y'all know how easy wrong is? All of it. Come on now. We know. <laughs> wrong is easy. So if, if right was easy, then Jesus wouldn't have to come. If right was easy, Jesus wouldn't have to come. Because he needs he empowers us to do what's right. So we gotta go do a whole lot of stuff not to walk in the empowerment. We gotta look at our weakness, we gotta look at what's wrong with us, we gotta look at the fact that God is not enough. We gotta we gotta come up with all kinds of stuff. But the bottom line is his anointing allows us to do what's right. And just do it. Just do it, get it done. Say good or done. Okay. All right, that's it for today. All right. Amen. So I want uh, Mr. Dale Johnson to stand up for a second, sir. Mr. Dale Johnson is, is now in charge of our interest group for Boldly. Yeah. Yeah.
So if you're interested in bowling, remember what the criteria was. Y'all remember? Once a month. Now, you can do more than once a month, but at least once a month. No teaching. You got to pray for each other. You got to support each other. What else? Have fun. Say it, say it loud. Have fun. Okay? So don't be, be, be getting down on somebody because they, they did a strike. No, a strike is good, right? See, that, that lets you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why I'm not, I'm not on that team. All right? Me and Lord, we're going cycling. Y'all go bowling. All right? All right? So don't kick nobody off the team because they can't do it. Okay? Just have fun, guys. We want people to start having more in relationships because this is a relationship-driven church. So the more that you are around each other, other than just church, the more you're going to find out about Dale. The more Dale going to find other people who are in the group. Because, see, some of us won't talk unless we're doing something. Say men. Yeah. Men, you, you just don't have men come to council. So 98% of my clients are women. 1% is men and 1% is children. Because men don't want you to tell them what to do. Amen. I'm looking at the clock because I got some men on the front row. They're looking at me. <laughs> Reverend looking at me, he say, Pat, let me get you straight before I leave. Right? Sis, man, you, get, you, you develop a relationship with people. You know, just like the, the, the lady that's calling you. She wants a relationship. She wants somebody else to say, man, I'm having challenges with my kids. But this is the way. This is the answer. This is how we do it. So, you know, if you're interested in a group, all you got to do is go to the website where we told you. I know y'all wrote it down. I know y'all know where it is, right? Sure they do. Okay. All right, let's close. Any questions? Where, where y'all going to eat today? Going home? Who, who said home? What, what you got at home, Nicole? Oh, grocery store. Okay. Faith, where you going? I mean, uh, Priceless. Oh, yeah. yeah let, let me announce to the congregation that Faith's new name is Priceless. So don't call her Faith no more because God visited her and called her a new name and it's called Priceless. So therefore, that, that's who she is. How many of y'all know God changed our identity to get us to walk in his anointing? Amen? All right. I close in confession. I stir up the gift that is within me by faith. I'm stirring up the power that is within me. I'm stirring up myself and running fear, procrastination, and every hindering spirit out of my personal and business affairs. I'm ruled by my spirit. I tell my mind what to think and my body what to do, for I am a master of my emotions. I'm a person of immediate action. I am steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. These goals are my passion. I pursue them with enthusiasm and relentless determination. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My loins are girded about with truth. I have on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, wherewith I quench every fiery dot of the wicked, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. No sickness, disease, incidents, or accidents can come nigh my dwelling. If I drink of any deadly thing, it shall not hurt me. A thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh my dwelling. I came to win in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-3333. 
9505.